0: Robert Nozick did this thing that if you could go into a flotation tank and you led a whole virtual life and it was the best life possible, you did exactly what you've always wanted, you became the person you wanted to be, you did the best things you could ever dream of doing and you literally couldn't tell the difference, so it was your life, okay? And you lived your biological life out in that tank and died at 80 and had the best life any person could ever have. You could pre-program it. Would you get into that tank knowing what you know now, knowing that you would have the best life ever, with no heartache, no upset, no, no loved ones dying? So what's
1: happening when, when I'm sort of having a packet of munchies? Yeah. It, am I having them, or are they imaginary?
0: They're imaginary, but you can't tell the difference. It's the best packet of munchies you've ever had. I love the fact that you went into the flotation tank well, uh, and your one proviso was, our munch is as good, <laughs> yeah no absolutely. no I'm just
2: taking it back to basics. welcome to actor and Actress Spotlight. It is entertainment Talks podcast for looking at different actors and actresses in entertainment. I'm your host, Matthew, and today, as you saw from the title and the thumbnail, I'm going to be talking about the wonderful Carl Pilkington um you could almost look at Carl Pilkington as like. Because to me, Ricky, I don't know if he had like... Uh, I mean, I've got his filmography, uh, his television, film, radio and all that sort of stuff. It seems like from uh, what I've got here, like right in front of me, The Invention of Lying and all way back in 2001 that the Ricky Gervais show, because they did the radio show, 2001 to 2011, which then got made into, of course, the Ricky Gervais show. Uh, it seems like Ricky... I don't remember recalling the... Story of how he found Carl Pilkington Uh, because it was before extras extras here is listed for 2007 Uh, He was an autograph hunter in the 2007 Christmas special episode so the Ricky Gervais show 2001 that's the earliest thing that's listed for him Uh, You got a bibblog Yeah, um, I think that's like his his book history Um, But yeah, the, the furthest thing back I can find from him at least according to Wikipedia. Is the Ricky Gervais show from 2001 to 2011. Um, they, it, it's a bit sad in the moment. Because it, it seems like they've both. Um, Ricky, Stephen and Carl have said like. Um, that they're not that they're like done with each other. But that they're just simply not. They've like finished their work with each other. All that sort of thing. Uh, of course with Ricky. He's done the Ricky Gervais show. Uh, which was the podcast or the radio show whatever. Uh, and then he of course did the Ricky Gervais show, Idiot Abroad, which he most notably did with, uh, Stephen. I mean, the th- it was the three of them on the podcast and on the show. Uh, because if you don't know, the Ricky Gervais show was, uh, essentially they took the podcast and they animated, yes, they actually animated the three of them and the actual studio, uh, into a TV show which was on all four, and I think it was on... AMC or something in in the US, but it was on E four over here that ran for like a couple of years, and they basically just took the conversations and converted them to uh, TV episodes. Uh, so you got that extras. He's only listed for one episode. Uh, and you've got uh, an Idiot abroad, which is of course when he uh, that that's different to moaning a life. Uh, an Idiot abroad uh, plus moaning a life is. Um, was it when Carl's on him by himself? He took. Uh, that wasn't when he took Thingy with him, was it? Um, who's the? I I remember his name in a minute. Um, to, no, his name wasn't. No, not Stephen Merchant. The other guy, uh, Warwick Davis. That that wasn't when he took him with him because I remember he took uh, Warwick with him on the third season of Idiot Abroad, which I think was like three or four episodes or something um but yeah with Ricky Gervais he's done the show he's done Idiot Abroad he was in Derek as Dougie Doogie I can't remember um for two seasons his exit was a little strange in that uh and the Moaning of Life he did by himself and he's also done Sick of It which is the brand new that was on my best of 2018 list for the, the podcast that we did last year of course we'll be doing an on this year um Yeah so you got that. But sick of it was his own like original scripted series. Uh, He plays as a person called Carl. But it's not himself. Uh, Although the character has some similarities to Carl. Um, So you got that as well. But no I mean like. Some of the ideas that Carl comes out with. Some of the things that he says. And just like. You can see a lot of different montages on YouTube. Montages uh, on YouTube. Of Ricky Either asking Carl something. Or Carl just making a statement. And both Stephen and or Ricky. Will just like laugh hysterically at him. Um. I've seen a little clip show before. Of when. Um. Ricky did this like. Stage interview sort of thing. I can't remember what show it was supposed to be tied to. Uh. But it was a couple of years ago. Or a few months ago. I can't remember when it was posted. But I found it once on the internet. Um. I was looking at like Ricky Gervais stuff or whatever. Uh. And he sort of said, like, that was again where Ricky sort of said, like, uh, you know, we're not planning on bringing the Ricky Gervais show back. And, like, he enjoyed, obviously, his work with Carl and all that sort of thing. Um, and sort of put it to rest a little bit in that kind of way. So, that was nice as well. Today's sponsor is Koalu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today... So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, quite a few things to mention. Uh, We've got our Game of Thrones podcast tomorrow, which will be for the 5th of June. That will be our final Game of Thrones podcast. Uh, If you've got any feedback questions comments uh for game of thrones or for anything that we do really uh matthew entertainment tool.org twitter etool contact page and information in your show notes uh yeah final game of thrones podcast get your questions everything in uh because that will be our last podcast um i just actually recorded a podcast for uh the good place talking about uh how it helped with my uh i suppose mental, mental health issues and helped with my mental health uh it's very kind of specific stories so not that's not something i can um well just go and listen to the podcast it should be out there for you guys to listen to uh on tuesday the 4th uh same day that this should be coming out as well uh x-men the dark phoenix is coming out it's uh yeah going to be the last x-men film of the current fox universe stuff whatever they're doing uh and then it will probably be rebooted under the mcu uh but it's going to be the end for those characters pretty much all those actors as well but uh yeah end end of the x-men under the current label uh i'll either be seeing that on thursday or friday i'm not actually sure which day i'll be seeing it yet uh but look out for a review of that i'm actually like surprisingly excited for that so um yeah, it's yeah, it's good. it should be fun. So, uh, yeah, I did uh, another episode of the United cast. This one wasn't quite as Man United specific as it usually is, uh, but I was talking about all the cup finals: the FA Cup, the Champions League, and the uh, the, the Cabaro Cup, wherever that stupid thing's called. Um, so, not talking about the uh, Premier League because I already did the wrap up for that in the second episode I believe Uh, but yeah go and check out the United cast there's a few episodes for you guys to listen to if you're a fan of sports or Man United or the Premier League or whatever uh, check that out as well Uh, gaming talk last week we talked about uh, Death Stranding, we talked about the Avengers game that's supposed to be coming out but we don't know where it is or what's happening Uh, it should be at E3, E3 is going to be this weekend and we will be back uh, next week to discuss everything that uh, was shown off at E3 Uh, so look out for that uh, what else have we got? Uh, yeah, we also talked about um our E3 predictions and stuff like that as well. Uh, and I broke out a couple of the segments from that podcast, so look out for that as well. Um, yeah, Detective Pikachu was the most recent film review, along with classic reviews of season two, which is back. Uh, it's going to have another episode tomorrow, uh, for the fifth of June. Um, but yes, the first episode of season two for classic reviews was for Back to the Future Two. There'll be four more episodes that will go on a break, and then it will come back around the thirty-first of July. Uh, after iZombie finishes, and it'll come back for another 6 episodes, so stay tuned for classic reviews. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what we've been doing at the moment on org or on podcast platforms. Let's get back to talking about Carl Pilkington. Uh, so one thing I kind of wanted to mention with him as well is, um, Carl's got like um, a lot of ideas about how the world, not how the world should be run, but about how specific things like, could be done easier, I suppose. Uh, so in his, he he does this more in uh, the moaning of life. The moaning of life uh, is is similar to an idiot abroad in a way, but moaning of life he goes there with more like specific goals, or the episodes are more specifically labeled to uh, like life, death, um, birth, and all, all, like themes of life. That's why it's called like moaning of life and stuff, uh, like marriage and things like that. Uh, and he looks at, like, other cultures and other uh, countries' ways of doing those particular things. Like, how do other countries run uh, funerals? How do they, what uh, ceremonies and stuff do they do for birth? How do they do weddings? All that sort of thing. Um, and there was even an episode about, like, arranging dating. And um, there was one about, uh what was it? I think this woman that was, like, skydiving. She was, like, in her 90s or something. And Carl made this, like... A interesting joke where he sort of said like okay if you or so he sort of said like if if your parachute doesn't open it's you know you've like lived your life kind of thing as opposed to because when he was um was it he said like oh, i'm i'm skeptical to kind of do this or whatever because he was he's, he's in like his 40s or he was at the time whatever uh how old is he at the moment he is currently uh he's 46 and moaning a life finished uh, 2015. So that's yeah, r- r- around about two years ago, uh, or three years ago, whatever. Actually, 2015. That was uh, yeah, four years ago. So, um, yeah, four years ago. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we, he he was in you know around his forties, forty two or whatever, and he was kind of saying like you know. I'm kind of not going to do this skydiving thing because... I can't remember if he... I think he actually did do it in the end. I, I can't quite remember. But he sort of said, like, you know, I've got... I've got more of my life to live, I suppose, than what you sort of do. Which is one of the reasons, like, you know, she's in her 90s or however, however old she was. And it was sort of like, okay, she's trying to do these more extreme kind of things or whatever. Uh, I mean, granted, a lot of people do skydiving and all that kind of stuff. But, um... Her idea of, like, okay, if I don't do some of these things now, then, like, I never will. As opposed to Carl, who's, like, okay, he's, like, you know, we're all getting older and all that. But he's, like, a lot lot younger than her, so I thought that was interesting. Um, Sick of it, that's, um... He essentially has this, like, angel-devil thing where, um... What was it? He he has this, like, other version of himself that, um... I can't remember if it was, like, if it was good or bad towards him... But that, that sort of thing where like he's gonna make a decision and another version of him. I think it was like more of a devil situation with that where there's other things like this other version of him he, he like duplicated himself or whatever. Uh, or, it, or it was it was Carl playing two versions of himself on screen basically. Um and uh yeah, him just going through like his everyday life and stuff like that as this as this, car- as this character who's very very similar to himself. And has the name of Carl. But isn't supposed to be Carl himself. I suppose. Although it's very very similar to to, to him. So uh, I really liked that. That was about 6 episodes or 8 episodes. That um, uh, has a, actually been renewed for another season. Uh, which should be out some point this year. Um, but after seeing like, the Ricky Gervais show. And Idiot Abroad. And Derek and him being very. You know I liked when he worked with Ricky a lot. And I'd like to see that again. Uh, but this was his chance to, like, outside of a Moaning of Life, the mo- the Moaning of Life, rather, um, it was his chance to kind of, uh, write a, a show for himself kind of thing, without Ricky being there, and hit him giving himself kind of the first chance, uh, to, to kind of do that on his own, he did, he did work with some other guy as well on it, but, uh, yeah, just him trying to make a TV show without having Ricky there. So no sort of like Derek situation. No sort of uh, idiot abroad situation. Um, and I thought, it, I thought it came across really, really well. And it was sort of um, Carl getting roped into certain situations. But certain situations that like got out of control or got out of his hands in the end. Uh, like this particular scene where... Uh, he goes to this caravan kind of thing, and um, that's it, like, there's there's this guy who's, like, you know, he's down and he's struggling and, and that sort of thing. And the woman that's, like, running the caravans or running the place, she says, like, oh, you should go along with him or something. And he, like, doesn't want to do it. He says, oh, I've come out here for, like, peace and all that sort of stuff, and he gets kind of roped into it. And then I think the guy ended up getting getting injured or something, and Carl was sort of on this side where he's like, oh, you know, if you hadn't, like... Uh, ...sent me out here to do this... ...he wouldn't be, like, injured in that... ...and then, like, he sort of got turned around on... ...on certain events... So uh, one, ...one of the most interesting ones was, um... ...what was it, I think... ...I can't remember how it happened exactly... ...but he ended up with this baby... ...not, he didn't give birth with a wife or anything to a baby... ...um, but, like, he was looking after this customer... ...because he was, uh, a taxi driver or cab driver or whatever... ...um, and obviously a lot of his interactions were, like, him meeting people because he's driving them around and then what situations will they get him into there's like this whole gay pride sort of thing where um this dad's son like catches him there and he's not sure what to make of it and all that sort of thing and carl's like kind of in the middle of it so it does this interesting thing of just throwing carl um and carl himself because obviously he's the one that is writing it getting himself thrown into these situations um and like what's the other version of himself going to say about it what is he actually going to do about it that sort of thing i i found it very very interesting so that was really good as well extras uh i've only actually seen a couple of episodes of extras um but it says here that he was the autograph hunter in episode in the 2007 christmas special uh i don't know too much about that but uh that sounds kind of interesting as well um, three that I've not really heard of before. Uh you've got Flipside T V which says, um, two thousand three he played as him the role of himself. Uh Three Minute Wonder, uh, on a segment called Some Thoughts by Carl Pilkington. I'm sure that was kind of interesting. Uh, and a comedy lab episode, um uh Carl Pilkington's satisfied fool. Because, um, yeah, he's often getting picked on by Ricky as saying like okay, you're not really very happy much. And as you guys would have seen from the intro thing... Uh, by the way I'm going to put the full... Uh, I think it's like 9 minute clip of that thing I played at the start. At the end so that you guys can hear the entire conversation. I just I just didn't want the intro to be 9 minutes because that's just too long. Uh, so I'm going to cut out a piece of that. Put it as the intro and then put the rest in uh, at the end of the show. Um, but uh, yeah it's it, 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 him saying things to Carl. Of like, and him testing Carl and stuff and saying... Like, just his thoughts on random things, and, uh, just this idea of Ricky finding him just completely hilarious, and just him having, uh, having the Ricky Gervais laugh, I think is, uh, really cool as well, so, um, yeah, it, I it's weird, because there's a ton of, like, montage videos, and videos of him just talking to Ricky about stuff, and, uh, even though I finished, like, you know, the Ricky Gervais show, and all the other, um, partnered, content he did with Ricky, uh, and with Steven, it still seems like, you know, if you're in the mood for some laughs with Carl and Stephen and Ricky, <laughs> um, there's, like, there seems to be a ton of it on YouTube, so you, you guys can, I guess, check out some of that stuff as well, um, that's it, but, like, yeah, there'll be, it's, it's interesting to see Carl's reaction to certain things sometimes, because he'll say... Like a reply to something and then Ricky will just crack up laughing and then Carl will just have this like completely flat like expression of like, huh, okay, I'm entertaining this guy but like, and he obviously finds me funny and he does respect me and all that sort of thing, um, cause they were accused of like bullying Carl a couple of times on, um, was it on an Idi- idiot abroad when they'd send him to certain places and like, Carl wouldn't be comfortable with going to certain places and uh I remember on one of the episodes of the show they started off and uh Stephen was like hey Carl do you think that we're like bullying you into doing certain things I think he basically said no um but it was at like the start of one of their episodes and they had like not I don't know if it was complaints necessarily, but um just this idea that they might be like pushing him into doing certain things that that uh He maybe doesn't want to do... Or or he's less comfortable with doing... But the other thing with that show... It was like... Okay getting him out of his comfort zone... And getting him to try things... That he wouldn't normally try... And like seeing how he got on... With certain things... Um... And also the other funny thing about... Uh... Idiot Abroad is like... You'd see... Um... You'd hear often on loudspeaker... Him talking to... To Ricky on the phone... And uh... Just the way that Carl would like... Describe certain people... Or like... Um, let's say for example, he was doing, he was seeing one of them like fire magician sort of people. He'd kind of go there and it he, like he'd come out of the event and Ricky would like call him and say like how oh, how did it go and he'd go oh, this guy started playing this is just a random example. He would say oh, this guy started playing with like fire or this person was doing this or that and it was like flipping mental or whatever he would he would sort of say and uh, Ricky would just start laughing to him on the phone because like he didn't put. Carl in danger or anything. It was like, okay, go and see these people who are like different to things that you usually experience, or like go and do this uh, pantomime thing with um Roy Davis and that sort of thing. And yeah, just just kind of getting him to travel the world, and that sort of thing. I, I found really interesting, and I I would guess that he ended up liking it in the end. Otherwise, he wouldn't have done the Moaning of Life, because the Moaning of Life is like, okay, it's not the same situations. It's not like random events. That he's going to that he doesn't know much about. It's specifically like him travelling the world. And seeing how cultures do different things. So if he was completely uncomfortable with all that. I don't think he would have done The Moaning of Life. Uh, And to a certain degree I do think that he he enjoyed it. So um, yeah there's that as well. I mean if you look at uh, one of the episodes. Where he does like bungee jumping with Warwick Davis. Like he's too nervous to do it and all that kind of stuff. And he didn't end up doing it. So, it's not like Ricky called him up and said, like, oh, you know, you have to do this for the viewers or whatever. So, um, yeah, I, I still enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the funny thing is, it says that the Ricky Gervais show was from 2010 to 2012. And then it says the radio show, the, the you know, the, the audio thing that was put onto the show was 2001 to 2011. So, I'm almost wondering, like... If that went on for that many years... And Ricky Gervais' show was only on for two years... There must have been some stuff that they didn't put in the show... Because the, the there weren't that many episodes... They were like 20 minutes and... Uh, I don't know, unless they like, had to select a few episodes... And E4 said like... I, I don't know, it just seems like from the length of time that I'm looking at... 2001 to 2011... That's a very long time to do uh, any kind of podcasts and, and that sort of thing or radio... I mean if you think about us, we've been doing this for uh, three years, and we've got, like, I think 400 episodes or so now, um, and that's only in three years, so what can you do in that length of time, I, I don't know, so, um, maybe the show's, like, still out there on radio or something, or on, or on iTunes or something, or maybe you can look it up, but I just think there's, there's probably more, given the, the, given the time length difference between the two, uh, there's probably more to, to discover in there, uh, and that sort of thing, um, Derek, um, I found his exit in Derek to be kind of strange. It was basically he got electrocuted by accident, um, and like he he didn't get killed off or whatever. Uh, and then he just said like, you know what? I've kind of had enough of this this home sort of place, and he just decided to leave. So um, not sure, not sure about his role in. I think I mean Derek itself was phenomenal, and Ricky Gervais did an amazing job. Um, but yeah, it, it didn't quite click his his character in in Derek, but. I feel like he was kind of only temporary in the end. Like, when, since it's been a few years. It was 2014 that that finished. Um, it feels like his character was kind of temporary. And that was his first uh, little bit into acting kind of thing. Because I remember when in an interview or, or some sort of thing I read uh, somewhere. Where Carl was like, you know, I feel bad for taking this role away from a real kind of actor or whatever. Um, which is interesting considering he did a uh, tick of it later on his own. I mean, that was, like, four years later, so. Um, but maybe it did get to the case where, like, he... I don't know, because that's kind of an interesting statement. Like, your 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 friend or your work... However he would describe Rick at this point, probably as a friend, um, has, like, invited you on to do this show and, like... I, I suppose there's that bit of guilt on his part of, like, should I accept this because he doesn't, he doesn't consider himself a real actor, so for him to, like, be taking that away from somebody else, um, was kind of maybe strange to him, but, I don't know, uh, the last kind of thing I wanted to talk about with him was, um, I wonder how, and this would probably never happen, because I, I, it doesn't feel like Carl would be interested in this quite so much, um, I wonder how Carl would be as, like, a presidential candidate or as a uh, member of of parliament, any of those sorts of political kind of roles. Because he does have a lot of ideas about, like, not how he should run the world or anything to the degree of, like, Brexit, maybe. I mean, I'm sure he's got thoughts on Brexit. Um, But, like, he's got a lot of ideas of, like, how to do things a lot more simply and, like, how to do things easier and better and those sorts of things. And maybe not all the ideas would work, but... Some of them sound kind of decent um, And uh, Yeah you'll, you'll catch a lot of times In uh, I think in like the Idiot Abroad and in the Moaning of Life is what I think in the Moaning of Life when he's talking about How culture cert- certain cultures do Certain things And he's saying like oh wouldn't it be easy if you did it This way or this way And I remember when he was doing the, the marriage episode And um, It was almost like a drive through You know like a drive through McDonald's Or KFC or any of that kind of stuff it almost looked like um, a drive through marriage where you sort of drive up, you'd get like a quick um, wedding done. Um, like even, it it looked even sort of quicker than the, you know when someone goes down to like the registry office and like does a quick, uh, quiet, intimate wedding or whatever they're kind of called. Um, it almost seemed like that, but, but as if you kind of drive up, quickly get like married or whatever and uh like drive off sort of thing it was an interesting way to kind of look at things and that and his idea of because he i think he's, he said like he's like he's against the idea of marriage and so may, cause he does have a um his girlfriend suzanne i think her her name is uh, who i've never actually seen before um and him saying like you know what if i was ever gonna get married sort of thing i would kind of admit i would probably do it this way because it's like quick and easy and like it, not in a way i was like get it over and done with but to him certain things like that come across as like less hassle and less sort of bothering about and wasting time and and that sort of thing i mean granted to certain people they want like a massive you know twenty pound wedding or, or whatever uh and this wouldn't be that but his his way of looking at certain things and thinking of how to how to do them with less hassle and save a bit of time and this sort of thing and a degree that is a good way to look at things um, but I'd be interested because like you know these big sort of government or parliament roles that sort of thing they're well they're supposed to uh, sort out those sorts of things like how do you um, like the education system and the the work system and um, it, it, all, that, all that sort of stuff like how would he what would he do if he was put into into those sorts of roles it, it'd be interesting to see so but it's pro- he doesn't see he seems like somebody who would want to stay away from, from that kind of thing, but I just think with, with the, uh, with the world ideas that he's shared so far, and the, the way of how to do things easier and simpler, simpler, rather, um, how would he get on in, like, the House of Commons or something like that, so, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm actually kind of interested to see his, his thoughts, he's, like, the one person, um, apart from maybe Ricky himself, who I'd be interested to see, like, their thoughts on Brexit, because Brexit's gone on, like, way too long and whatever and got all convoluted and all that sort of rubbish but um just like a a a conversation between probably the two of them actually because you'd get ricky's laughter along with that uh with some of the things that carl would would mention or whatever uh but i'd love to see like a 10 minute conversation between the two of them or like a, a ricky gervais show style episode uh and throwing steven merchant there as well maybe even with um Warwick Davis and uh, had like a, a twenty minute like Brexit conversation. I think that would actually be kind of interesting. Uh, it'd be more interesting than what we hear about with it these days. So there's that. Um, the one other thing is the invention of lying. It said that he had the role of a caveman, but the cameo was fu- cut uh, cut from the uh, final release. So I that's the first time I've actually read about that. So uh, that was where Ricky did this film of um. What's it? You could, like, lie to... I can't remember the exact premise of it. You could, like, lie to people, but they would, like, believe you or, or something. Um, so, something along the lines of that. It's been a long time since I since I watched the film, but to do with lying and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on Carl Pilkington. He's a fascinating person to me. I really, really like him. I'm excited for uh, Sick of It Season 2 and whatever else he decides to do. And, of course, whatever Ricky decides to do, which is most likely going to be uh, Afterlife Season 2, which I think he's actually working on right now. So... Uh, you know, you all know how much I like that show. Uh, yeah, so Carl Pilkington, a very, very interesting person with interesting kind of world ideas and all that sort of thing and how to do things simpler. Uh, let me know what you guys think of him or any of the actors and actresses we've mentioned so far in this podcast series. Matthew Talk Entertainment, org, Twitter, etalk.uk. There's the contact page, there's information in your show notes. Um, I'm almost kind of in the mood to just go on, on YouTube and just watch a bit of uh, Carl Pilkington, so... Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, thank you all very much for listening. You can find all the content on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to find all the, uh, sorry, if you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, we are on Patreon. We're almost, we're also on Amazon. You can use our affiliate link on there. We'll get a small cut. It won't cost you extra. iTunes, please rate, review, and subscribe to those feeds. If you don't want to review the feed, you can just rate it as well and subscribe to it. Uh, word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. That helps us out as well. Share the post on Facebook. retweet them on Twitter. Put them in different Facebook groups. Lastly. If you want to watch me. Robert or David. Play different video games. Me and David. Uh, stream on Twitch. Robert streams on Mixer. Thank you all very much for listening. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye. Oh here's the. Yeah. Goodbye for the podcast. But here's the. Full clip of that. Um, piece from the particular episode. It's like the. It's the uh, perfect life. Segment that they did. So. Uh, here's that. I'll see you next time. Goodbye.
0: Robert Nozick did this thing that that if you could go into a flotation tank and you led a whole virtual life and it was the best life possible, you did exactly what you've always wanted. You became the person you wanted to be. You did the best things you could ever dream of doing and you literally couldn't tell the difference. So it was your life, okay? And you lived your biological life out in that tank and died at 80 and had the best life any person could ever have. You could pre-program it. Would you get into that tank knowing what you know now, knowing that you would have the best life ever, with no heartache, no upset, no, no loved ones dying? So what's happening
1: when, when I'm sort of having a packet of munchies? Yeah. It, am I having them, or are they imaginary?
0: They're imaginary, but you can't tell the difference. It's the best packet of munchies you've ever had. I love the fact that you went into the flotation tank Right, uh, and your one proviso was: Are munches as good? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. no, no. I'm, I'm
1: just taking it back to basics. That is right. basic. You've got to pre
3: your life. That's where you'd start, is it? Munches must always taste magnificent.
1: Well, it's just if you can still enjoy the basic things in life, then that's yeah, when you, can you can't do. go wrong.
3: You do. You enjoy them. Mo- the, you are the.
0: You're the. It's the life you'd ever want to live,
1: and yeah, you're a living dangerous, it. That. Bit dangerous. Sorry, bit dangerous. Why? why? Go on. Why? Just um, I don't know because sometimes I think things don't happen for the best, right? Right. Sometimes you can sort of think, "Oh, I'll enjoy that if that happens," and then it doesn't happen, and you've had time to think about. Oh but what this would have is perfect.
0: Happened. No, this is built in because whatever happens is for the best. So not only when you're in this flotation tank. Are you ha- enjoying yourself? That things just keep getting better or staying. So you never,
1: you never have a bad day.
0: You never have a bad day.
1: But how long would that last for before you go and fed up with this? Well, why would you get fed
0: up
3: with it? Because you do something else. It's the perfect life. Bear in mind, you don't. You're not aware that you're in the flotation tank. You've made that deal, but then once you're in there, you don't. Know, you're not aware of being in the flotation tank. You're living your life, and it's perfect. You're happy. Well, we don't know how you would be happy. Well, you just have munchies every day and.
1: Well, yeah, get in effects. it then, get in it. If you if you don't know you've got in this tank, if I somehow go to bed at night, someone injects me in the head, and then they go, right, stick him in the tank now, and then I wake up, packet of munchies there, <laughs> sun's out, uh, Suzanne goes, oh, it's a nice day, we'll go and do something nice. Right. Go, hey, you're meant to be at work. And she goes, no, I don't have to go in today. Right. Go, all right, let's go out then. Now, what's interesting
0: there is that uh, within this scenario, I gave you any any life you could do anything and you chose the exact life you've got now except suzanne's got a day off now i both love that well, I was a bit suspicious,
1: of, though, that she's just taking a day off. No way, now, really. it's not
0: happening now. It's not happening, really happening. You could do anything you like. But I like the fact now you're even questioning, you're not in the tank, and why has Suzanne got a day off, right? <laughs> now, I love that, because that suggests to me that you're a, a nice, happy, satisfied, whatever you want to do it, contented person who's got the perfect life. However, it's almost like you haven't fully understood the possibilities. For example... You wake up, there's the munchies, sunny day. Suzanne's not at work, you go, why aren't you at work? She goes to you, hold on, though, why are you flying? And you go, I just can. But you hadn't even thought that maybe you could fly or swim or hold your breath. You just could have some munchies for breakfast. Hang on a minute, this is day one. Oh, okay. When you go on holiday, yeah,
1: like I said before, you don't you don't turn up and go right. It's one o'clock. Jet ski for half an hour. Uh, bungee jumping. Forty minutes after that, yeah. let's have a nice roti yeah. and uh, you know try a little cocktail. And
0: what do you do? What do you do when you Will arrive get, there?
1: Well, you get there. Yeah. Uh, the fella takes your case to the room. Right. You have that panic of am I going to give him too much money? I don't know right. the currency well enough yet. I don't know how much more things information
0: are. than we asked for. Yeah. No. And the most mundane.
3: A scenario I've ever heard.
0: No,
1: but this is what happens in real life.
3: Okay, you're just telling us what happens when you go on holiday. What's your point? Okay,
1: because you don't you don't want fun all in one go. You want to build to it because that's mm. sometimes part of it. Right. Yeah. Right.
3: Okay. So anticipation. Yeah. Good.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah that that little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's about things taking time, isn't it? Then looking back at the journey and going, yeah. how did I get here?
3: Okay. Well, right. Can I ask a question? Because sorry, I'm just. Uh, what I'm fascinated to know is if you decided to sign up to the. The float tank idea, okay You can design your perfect life
1: But I'd prefer not to well, know I'm doing it No, and you, you, don't, won't, you know. won't But you I want to
3: ask this question Imagine we, Ricky and I are the doctors, okay We can put you in this tank you, All we need to know from you now is what your perfect life is and We're going to program it in the computer You're going to wake up tomorrow You won't know this conversation's happened You'll have the perfect life What, if you, if you don't mind, we're going to take notes now What is the perfect life? You're still obviously living with Suzanne We've got munchies what else, are you We've got, got munches, and we've got sunshine But what else would you like in your magical life of the, Your ultimate life?
1: Yeah, I d I I don't like this idea of suddenly Suzanne's never at work. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, just, I just
1: think you need you need a bit of the badness to have the goodness. Right. Right. But the difference is when a next get British gas round, they go, Hi oh, Mr Bilkinson, yes, the, <laughs> oh my God,
0: the boiler so is like fixed." to have a virtual life, so his boiler's fixed! No, yeah, no, so your no, boiler no, no. still goes wrong in no, your dream, but, but it you gets don't, fixed. But you don't yes. even need a boiler. You could be the perfect temperature. But they live all the time. In the
1: anymore. I don't. I don't like the idea of too much change. I don't want that much of a change. But you my won't realize. It won't feel like change. Yeah, but it's that old chestnut, isn't it? It's the thing of like, um, what's my problem then? You've got right. the problem gene in your head. You've got to fill it with a problem. Yeah, you're not. He's not a geneticist. Got the problem hole in your head. No, it's not. Got the problem
3: hole in your head. Shut up, Ricky. Let him say what he needs to say.
1: He's he's got a problem hole in his head. He's got
3: a problem hole in his head. It's called his mouth.
0: Yes. Right, that is your problem hole.
1: So, if someone comes up and they go, I've fixed your boiler. Sorry, could I just... No, let let him speak. Let
0: me ask one question,
1: Steve. Is the problem
0: hole different from the problem gene, or is that a new term for...
3: No, you put things through the problem
0: hole and they end up in the problem gene. You feed something in the problem hole... Is okay. that right, Carl? It goes through the problem oh, yeah, tube yeah. into the problem gene. Okay, so it's down the problem conduit. Okay, go on, right. So it's better to have, you've got a problem hole in your head. Right? Yeah. So you stuff in a problem problems. into the problem hole. Okay, yeah, yeah,
1: okay. Now all the little problems can't get in because of the big problem. <laughs>
3: right. right. Is that good or bad? It's but a good that's not, not true, or true or the it? problem
1: hole is a standard size on everyone. <laughs> right, Right. right. No, but that's, Shut no. up, Ricky, let me uh, explain. Now Ricky, I'd say, his problems. Uh, and not even problems. Well, how big's his problem hole? Same size as mine. Well, same right, size as, okay. as yours. But his problems are all little ones. They're like you've got like a, a load of skittles. I've got a big cream egg. <laughs> right, but why? Shut I, up! Let what, him but, speak. But He's wait, just got,
3: expanding on his idea. Why but do what you
0: what keep What is him his problem? Him? What is your problem that's so okay. big compared to my little skittles? Loads of
1: problems. You you get stressed out about things that I'm like, what's up with you? You get annoyed easily with stuff. People chewing loudly or someone breathing loudly, or someone coughing. (laughs) Whereas I'm like, that that doesn't matter. Like you say, to you, the boiler is like, get it ripped out, put a new one in. It's not as easy as that. It is! That's why the problem ball is growing.
0: (laughs) It's It's got a gene a ball and a hole. So the problem ball- No wonder there's no
3: fucking room for a brain. Right, shut up. Let me ask, I want to clarify this. The problem ball <laughs> exists in life that gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It has to go through the problem <laughs> hole, <laughs> down the problem tube, into and bounce, the problem the tube. into the problem tube. <laughs> Right. Now then, now then, so you've got the problem ball. Everyone's problem <laughs> hole is the same size. Everyone's. But some people's problems are smaller, so they can slip straight into the problem hole. I've got a question, Stephen. Wait, wait. And listen, has anyone,
0: got, has anyone got a pair of problem balls? <laughs> or is it always just... Because <laughs> ladies
3: have pro- a pair of problem balls? No,
0: because Hitler had one uh, problem ball, didn't he? But... Uh, could anyone ever have a pair of problem balls? Is my question to you. But and some people's problem balls are much bigger than another man's or another woman's, right?
1: Yeah, right. depending on the problem.
0: So you right. could have you could you could have a pair of problem balls and one problem hole. The way I'm if saying you went, it, if you okay, listen. Suppose when I came to, I said, listen. Well, um, but a man starving in a foreign country might yeah. have huge problem balls. He might have, but if I went to a doctor and said I've got a problem I'd, hole, and the doctor said, well, let me see it. And I, you know, he said, well, let me see your problem hole. And, he, and, and and hanging down in front of my problem hole was a huge pair of problem balls. What would he treat first, is my question. Well, would he look into the problem hole? He said, right, he'd say, right, take your problem jeans off. <laughs> well, right, he... I want to see your problem hole oh. clearly.
3: But he would fish, he would put his hand or his finger into the problem hole to try and remove the problem he ball, would. wouldn't he? Well, problem... well, he'd, 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 well, he could feel the problem balls, but he'd have to
0: insert his finger in the problem hole, wouldn't he? Right. Okay, so... So Carl, go on then. I'll just get in a
1: tank. <laughs>